This is Anthems. Hi, I'm Dr. Soph, a clinical psychologist and author. I'm also someone who enjoys good coffee, fresh pastries in the sunshine and hot toddies in the snow. Sometimes I lay awake at night staring at the ceiling, worrying about my mistakes. When I try to sound cool, I say that my favourite film is Citizen Kane, but if I'm honest, it's actually Paddington 2. These last bits of information may not sound important, but they are. My job tells you less about me than these likes and dislikes. And this is what I want to talk about. The parts of us that make us human, but are often ignored. Your word for today is human. Being human means so many things. But I worry we've been taught that only four or five things matter. How you look, what you earn, what you own, how busy you are and who you know. As a result, we are alienated from the many normal parts of who we are. We are all way more than a list of attributes like job title, age, race, gender identity, sexuality, religion, class, height, bra size, weight. They are pieces of us, yes, but you are more than the sum of each of these things. But why do we act as if this is not true? Why is our first question to most people, what do you do? Where do you work? Rather than, what do you care about? What are your likes, loves, and pet hates? Tell me something true about yourself. Why? Because of our education. We have been taught a very narrow image of what it is acceptable to be. From airbrushed adverts on billboards, on buses, on the tube platform, in magazines, on TV. From posed highlight reels on Instagram and from celebrities we see gaining love and admiration in movies. We have also been taught what not to be through those magazine covers and Instagram posts that point out and publicly laugh at cellulite and tummy rolls, celebs without makeup. Those shaming articles that send a clear message telling us what shame and public humiliation awaits the person who allows their body to be just what it is. You might say, surely it's on us that we lap up this media, that we fall prey to these ideas, maybe. But while humans are a myriad of things, there is one thing that unites us all the desire for love and acceptance. When very young, kids will morph in any way they can to ensure their caregivers stay close. Becoming perfectionists or people pleasers if this ensures they get the love and affection they need. When teenagers, they will shape themselves to be part of the groups that gain the most credibility and jettison parts of their identity that are not accepted. Trying on new parts of their identity like we try on clothes. Seeing what fits, not just for themselves, but for others. Keeping the bits that others praise and love. We actually do this at any age. We dress like those we aspire to be like so as to feel a sense of belonging. We shape our topics of interest to match what is de rigueur. 
We reach for our wallet whenever we look in the mirror and see something that doesn't match up to the airbrushed images in the adverts. Dropping cash on the anti-aging and anti-whatever other part of our body we have been told is wrong. And then we have social media. A place where we can really hone that new shiny exterior, where we can showcase only the highlights of life, where we can tweak and filter our experiences, our bodies and our thoughts so as to show the world that we live a good life. Will someone like my picture? Will they like or love me? When we create a veneer, a shiny exterior of perfection to show the world, we may indeed get the praise and attention we so crave. However, we may notice something else too. That when people heap praise onto us for this shiny exterior, it does not hit the spot. They can keep praising you and praising you, but the dopamine hit only lasts a short time. Then insecurity sets back in and you need your next hit of reassurance. Why? Because when we create a persona, a personal brand, if you will, part of you will always be thinking, you wouldn't be saying that, telling me you think I am amazing if you knew the real me. What if someone sees who I truly am? Many of us also feel deep shame for parts of who we are. We were not born with this shame, we learned it. Our task, therefore, is to undo these ingrained and inaccurate messages we have learned about who gets to be enough, to notice the moments we judge ourselves and others. In fact, we need to connect with our emotions and the parts of ourselves we wish to hide from the world, the messy, imperfect parts, the shame that arises in response to thinking about those parts. We need to share with each other, our friends, family, the people around us, our vulnerabilities and insecurities so that other people get to say, oh my God, I worry about that too. I worry I'm not hot enough, smart enough, fast enough, rich enough, funny enough, lovable enough too. Because that gap is where we find each other's humanity. The honest, deep connection of two people dropping the pretense and being honest. Saying, okay, let's support each other and let's find out who we truly are without all the airbrushing and pressure to be perfect. Let's admit we love Paddington 2 over film noir. Admit that we often feel like we are stumbling around in the dark during the day and then fretting about it at night. Let's find ways to love and accept who we actually are. Alan de Botton once said, if a future society were to offer love as a reward for accumulating small plastic discs, then it would not be long before such worthless items too assumed a central place in our most zealous aspirations and anxieties. Our society needs to realise that no plastic disc, no matter how shiny or pricey it is, needs to be collected in order for you to be acceptable or good enough. What is needed is an open-minded, curious and compassionate society. That will take time. But what we can start doing today is being more open-minded, curious and compassionate with ourselves. You deserve it.
After all, you're only human. Human. Definition. Adjective. Relating to or characteristic of people or human beings. Noun. A human being, especially a person as distinguished from an animal or, in science fiction, an alien. Thank you.